Hello, lady. This is Andre the Giant, and you're listening to the Morning Dadcast on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Be careful. People who host podcasts cannot be trusted. Have you ever been nervous before a show? No. Why? I haven't either, but I am today. Uh-oh. Yeah, that can't be good. No, that's... What were we doing again? Morning Dadcast. Okay, explain yourself right now. <laughs> First of all, we're going to have a lot of disappointed slide whistle listeners. Well, you know, <laughs> that's my melodica. Your melodica? Yeah. So it's essentially, it's a keyboard you blow into. Yeah, it's a harmonica keyboard. Exactly. Yeah. You would be shocked uh, at how few melodicas I have. I'm going to go with zero. It is. So you're not shocked at all. You but should I, be disappointed with yourself. How old I are you sh- again? <laughs> Too, too old not to have one melodica in the house. It's really sad. <laughs> well, uh, Father's Day is around the corner, my friend. <laughs> I know what I'll be sending you. I'm looking for one of those cat pianos that do meows. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to grab one for the show. I'll write it off, though. It's an expense. <laughs> right. My slide whistle, my new melodica, and my cat piano. Right. Yeah. Uh... So here we are, Monday morning, the ungodly hour. It's early, isn't it? It is. How are things across the sound? Um, they're good. Um, yeah, I guess we are across the sound from each other, aren't we? We should get a boat. We should get a Super Nintendo's boat. <laughs> a Super Nintendo boat. That's right. Broadcast <laughs> from the high seas. <laughs> right. Or just jet skis, straight wave race. I don't think I'd be good on jet skis. I can't swim. That's a lie. It's true. I'm a terrible swimmer. But I you tried... can swim. No, not really. I can swim when I know I'm good. But the second that like, like swimming in the ocean, can't, how many, that's totally not for me. How many parts did you lose before? Because you couldn't, yeah. because you couldn't <laughs> yeah. swim. Like, but I can ride a horse. And you're like, that's not what this is about. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a lifeguard story. Yeah. Listen, listen <sighs> kid, you'd make a great lifeguard. But I got to tell you. You're going to need to know how to do a few laps. Yeah. You, you, you I can do laps. I spent last summer doing laps. Um, but, I, I, you know, there's a safety to that. <laughs> a lifeguard. Right. <laughs> right that. Yeah, that, that person. But, like, I can stand. That old man just went under. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, sh- That's me? <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> Things are good, my friend. It's been an interesting week. Yeah. Surprised how much stuff we have to talk about. In just a mere six days. Yeah. I wanted to let our audience know that we're still working hard on our newest episode of This American Sprite. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping, what, about two weeks, I say, I'd say? i say we'll have it definitely in the can. It'll be out next week. And out, yeah. Yeah, we should have it out next week. Yeah. I had a question for you. Yes. When you were a child, did you ever have an imaginary friend? I don't know. 
I didn't have one like, you know, that's Jeff and people like right. Jeff. And right. Like, oh, it's my a, Michael. Talks like, oh, yeah. Mike talks to Jeff. It's Jeff's. This, yeah. Yeah. Nothing like that. Why are we? Why, why are we talking imaginary? Friends? I was just I was curious. I I um I didn't. Uh, the best friend, the best imaginary friend I had when I was little was I had one of those. My buddies. Do you remember my buddy? It would yeah, like it, almost it, look it like a Chucky, Chucky doll. Yeah, it, it was a Chucky, it was Chucky doll. doll. Yeah. I as had soon as my, I saw Child's Play, I was yeah. like, Mm-mm, I kicked my buddy right out of my bed. <laughs> right. Exactly. There's You're no done. way. You <laughs> get done, to the dude. attic. <laughs> you get to the attic. Yeah. Like With hide him in the trash. Right. <laughs> like, watch and make sure the trash guy picks it up. Right. And, and drives off, and you know, hopefully that car blows up or something right exactly just to make sure he's been <laughs> you know, burned sure. burned beyond I, I recognition hope, i yeah. hope the uh the sanitation workers make, sure. it, make it away yeah. uh unscathed but i want that doll burned yeah. hopefully uh, because of how bad the incident is he's able to retire early and collect his pension oh my god that's best case best case we have a serial him. killer doll dead yeah and uh, and we got a guy retired at 32 yeah and he's like are you kidding me it's great i'm done yeah, i'm down in great. florida i'm finally yeah. doing that fishing i wanted to yeah, do that's right i'm the marshal at the golf course yeah fantastic <laughs> the marshal at the golf course <laughs> it's great jesus you tell people to tuck their shirt in this isn't a goddamn frat <laughs> what are those uh, uh, what are you wearing well, flops the, get out of here son get, get out of here uh <laughs> the reason that i started to bring it up is that gray has an imaginary friend and it was it was funny at first i mean it's still funny it's still cute as hell um but it's gone on for a long time now his imaginary friend is a dog a ghost dog Named License. The reason that his name is License, License? yeah, because he can drive. Oh, okay. So License, of course, um, travels with us everywhere, and it's become my new thing to be like, "Hey, buddy, what's License up to?" And he'll be like, "Oh, he's just hanging out on the roof." All right, Mm -hmm. cool. Okay, so you're feeding that fire. Yeah, I ask him every now and then. He he takes extended breaks, and I'll be like, "Hey, Gray, how's License? Where's he been?" He's like, "Oh, I think he's on vacation." I was like, "Oh yeah, where'd he go? Oh, he's in Hawaii." So that sounds great for License. Oh, that is nice for license. Yeah, but he's a ghost dog, which is very gray. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. The, you know what, though? Actually, I had one other imaginary friend, and it was Jean-Claude Van Damme. You hung out with an imaginary J, uh, JCVD. Yes. Do you remember No Retreat, No Surrender, where uh, the guy got yes. trained by Bruce Lee's ghost? <laughs> I yeah, essentially it's actually, did it, that. It's actually <laughs> with JCVD. Yeah. That, that movie is actually a riff tracks done by the guys. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, the uh, oh. mystery science guys. Yeah, so John, funny Claude's, one. John Claude's in that. It's one of the only movies he ever plays a villain, a villain. before yep, a villain. Expendables. Mm-hmm. He's a villain. He's a great villain. And it's very clear that somebody basically said to him, all right, dude, this is a pretty big Hollywood role. Mm-hmm. Get this right and you could be in. Because you can see every, he doesn't waste one scene he doesn't you know, waste one frame he's acting it, oh yeah it's terrible he's but chewing the scenery the fight scenes are he's he's just on 12 oh, he's yeah. never put that much work into a fight scene ever again i don't know well, remember when he got blinded in what was it blood sport he's like ah! oh yeah that's 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 true yeah the great sound effects yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just slow mo, and then he's remembering yeah. that he's like, "Oh no, it's fine because I prepared for this because I practiced right. blindfolded." Yeah, I could serve. <laughs> I could serve tea and block what? a punch. Bird box, right? <laughs> Bird box, yeah. right? I mean, the danger is missing that block and the tea going everywhere. That's true, and it was ceremonial tea. It would have been a shame. It's a shame to waste ceremonial tea. <laughs> of course, it is. Um, famous, famous Nirvana song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ceremonial, uh, ceremonial tea. tea. Sure. Um, yeah. So I used to like. I used to like 
practice karate in my basement. Remember, if you've been listening to the show and following along, I never actually took karate lessons, <laughs> but I right. practiced karate in my basement and I'd pretend that like the ghost of Van Damme was there uh, helping to train me. Mm-hmm. That's pretty there. embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, he was there. He was there. He was well, there. I'm going to, you know, it's funny. And you know, we talk all the time about like, I, I, I meet a lot of celebrities. I've never met Van Damme. Mm-hmm. When I do, and it will happen, I'm going to die. <laughs> then you'll I'm gonna, be his I'm, ghost. I'm going to break kayfabe very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> the professionalism will be completely gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I just thought that was funny. Gray's been really kind of feeling this imaginary friend, and um, I think the quarantine helped. <laughs> sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had to come up mm-hmm. with uh, ways to entertain himself. That's right. But one day you're going to have to maybe imaginary bury an imaginary. I guess he's already a ghost. Yeah, he's already a ghost. No, he's already been buried. He was buried years ago. Do you have to help him get back to his body? No, no, no. We may have to help him like go towards the light at some point, but we can work on that. <laughs> <laughs> Your time has come. You've done what you need to do. You've gotten gray through kindergarten. Right. You've gotten gray through college. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to be out like out to dinner celebrating Gray's college graduation be like Gray I think it's time for us to uh, tell license he's he's served his purpose he's been a good boy (laughs) and that's all he could ever hope for that's right excellent very loved very loved Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to let you know that I have a new career ahead of me oh (laughs) go on it's cartography okay (laughs) I'm officially into a new Zelda clone Newtopia which a lot of people love. Uh, of all the things that we've posted on social, this has gotten a tremendous amount of love. Yeah, uh, it's this a Turbo was originally on what? Oh, uh, Turbo, Turbo Graphics. Yeah, Turbo it was, graphics. and it was Hudson, which you know made the Turbo Graphics. So where like Golvelius was made by a third party, not Sega, but you know Sega obviously wanted their Zelda, their chance at Zelda. Newtopia was made by Hudson. Uh, they very much said we need a Zelda, so we're going to make a Zelda for our console. It's so funny that people make a Zelda. But yeah. yeah, I mean, especially back then. I mean, and again, this is pretty good. And I really I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm really enjoying drawing the map more more than I am playing the game, of course. Um, it's what cartographers do. Um, <laughs> but it's funny because like even after them having Zelda and trying to make a Zelda, it's still about 40 percent as good. So it really just, again, always makes me appreciate Zelda even more while I do this. But I'm having fun going through these. I have a few more ahead of me. Golvelius is done. Newtopia's here. I'm going to do Newtopia 2 after this. And, uh, of course, you can follow along with my adventures on the Super Nintendad's Instagram. <laughs> yeah. As you danced your way through the Zelda clones. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this one. Golvelius was a goddamn slog. But this one is a lot of fun. Did you end up beating it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. What else? You got a, you got a problem with Simon Belmont sandals? What? No, 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 are no, these no. Two, are these two different? Are these two different ideas? Because the ROS is, is a disaster. <laughs> you just, you say that as if you're surprised. <laughs> it says Simon Belmont sandals stubbed toe. Is that two separate, are those two separate thoughts? Or is is? <laughs> What I was realizing is how much I <laughs> we've been doing a lot of research of uh, Castlevania. And yeah. one of the reasons that I appreciate Simon Belmont so much as a hero is that he chooses to wear boots. Yeah, well, there's a lot of heroes out there that have sandals on. Kratos wears sandals. 
Do you have any idea how many opportunities he has to stub his toe climbing up the mountains of Crete? Does Kratos still, even in the new one, wear yeah, sandals? He's wearing sandals. Do you have? I, I just, you know, his. What are they? Are they like Spartan sandals? Or are they? Nah, like, man. Are they like flip flops? Just open toe. <laughs> Their tongues. Just, no. <laughs> just shower right. sandals. Yep. Like he's, he's showering he's, in a dorm room. His college shower sandals. Yep. Yeah. And like Pitt has them. E Honda wears sandals. Afro Samurai has sandals on. Like well, it's like E Honda's in, he's in a bathhouse. That's I know, but do you have if you show up to fight the guy when he's taking a bath, he's essentially in his, you know, his shower sandals. Fair or whatever. Enough. Yeah, but when he travels to like um brazil <laughs> brazil <laughs> um you know he's got to kick blanca just like with his foot in a sandal yeah well that's what he's used to those things are these things will absolutely fall off during yeah. the fight well i mean most superheroes wear boots right so maybe Sonny most Belmont superheroes is yep. more superhero but yeah than- no there's some there's some there's some warrior type characters like uh i think conan has sandals on no he's, i feel like he's got furry boots no maybe he does here, you want to hear my one time I ever wore open-toed shoes? Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's one of your things. This is a real thing. Mm-hmm. You want to hear the... Uh, this is literally the one time I wore them outside the house. Okay. For the first time. Mm-hmm. I had a pair of flip-flops. They were in like Michigan colors, right? I feel like they were like navy blue, but they, they just had like a big Velcro band just went over the top of your foot. That's all it was, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So essentially, shower sandals, right? You just... Right. Wh- whatever. Sliders. So, Right. So I am having people over my house and we're standing out front and uh, a kid I knew from school walked by and he was absolutely hammered. Mm. And we had a bottle of vodka with us. We didn't realize how drunk he was. And (laughs) until the next thing that happened. (laughs) Right. So we're like, hey, you want a drink? And He's like, sure. And he takes a slug and then throws up on my feet. Oh, Jesus. Todd. Wow. That was the one time in my life that I decided to walk out of the house with my feet exposed. That's the universe telling you, keep those, keep those dogs Wrap covered. Up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cover exactly. up them dogs, boy. <laughs> I didn't need any more lessons than that to right. never wear sandals outside the house again. <laughs> and that was it. And how long ago was that? Oh, I don't know. College. Wow. I don't know. It was if, if I'm having people at my house and we're drinking, it was probably that. It had to be that right. long ago. Jesus. Um, yeah, that was the one time. But I handed the guy a drink and didn't realize that he was probably walking because he couldn't be driving home or whatever. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know, and then uh, he ralphed yeah. all over my shoes. Yeah, he ralphed on my uh, my my piggies. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, could have all been avoided, Mike. Could have all learned, been avoided. Learned your lesson. Hey, had you been wearing a pair of Simon Belmont boots? Yep. Old Belmont bees. I couldn't believe it. Didn't work out for you, huh? No, it didn't at all. Not at all. Uh, what else are we whinging about before we so, hit the news? I was watching Dark Knight again, which I do often. Christopher Nolan's <laughs> Dark Knight. Um. <laughs> Just firing and, that up. Yep. And there was a scene that I don't think I've ever realized before is as ridiculous as it is. Yeah. So the Joker goes to crashes the cocktail party that they're having, right? <laughs> the thing that I kept thinking about that ruins the movie for me now is that Bruce, he's got all these people, even loved ones in the house with them. And all of a sudden the Joker and a bunch of minions show up. They could potentially 
start murdering people, right? Yeah. So he's got to go and become Batman. Yeah. But he doesn't come out in some like shoddy version of Batman. He comes out as full Batman, which means- Full Batman. Full Batman, which means that while the Joker has loved ones in strangleholds with knives to their neck, yeah, he's going and putting on mascara- <laughs> He's putting up. He's putting on eye makeup. <laughs> he's putting on his black socks. You can't not go full Batman. Yeah, I know that's all thing. Alfred, where's where's my eyeshadow palette? <laughs> if he goes out without that, they'd be like Bruce. What are you doing? Why I know. What are you doing? Are you trying to be Batman over here? What are you trying to be Batman? But yeah, the, the thing that got just it was so funny to me is like this very serious thing's happening, and he has to go and spend like eight minutes. Like putting makeup on, putting on yeah. each piece of the costume. Right. And that just ruined the whole thing for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why the, the much better solution was the Adam West solution. I was just going to say the fire they just pole. just go down the fire pole <laughs> that's and then right, they're dressed. dressed. See, now that would make Wallace much more Gromit sense. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> thing going on in there. A Rube Goldberg dressing machine. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking of. I've, I've watched the movie probably, you know, 200 times. Just one of those movies that, like, I don't mind being on. So, like, if I need background noise or, like, a friend in the room while I'm working, I'll just put it on. What about license? <laughs> He's in Hawaii. No, right, right. You forget. <laughs> Famously. So quickly. Right. Um, so, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny. I've watched the movie so many times. I've never, you know, thought about how ridiculous that scene is. Yeah. That is uh, a little ridiculous. I had something for you that I was thinking about Shoot. that totally blew my mind. Mm. Um in about two months, mm-hmm. Gabe is officially going to be a teenager. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. And I wanted to ask you this question. Mm. Did your gaming habits change around the time that you became a teenager? They or were did. You always, they did? Mm-hmm. You know, for me, a little bit more than you, and it's only about, you know, what, what are we, like two or three years apart? Two yeah. years apart, maybe? Yeah. Um, and it was just, I think, even in those two years, it made a big difference. I kind of grew up on this really path that kind of worked out well with like me growing up. More mature games were naturally they yeah like so more like when appearing more on shelves as you were getting age appropriate right even consoles like when I was a kid that you know it was essentially Nintendo and then as I got a little older Genesis and Super Nintendo came out at, you know pretty much when you would be at the age to want those systems when I was like twelve or thirteen those came out. Right. And then after that, as I was like getting into high school, PlayStation came out, which felt like, you know, a more mature system with more mature games. Um, So it all kind of worked out. Um, I kind of always had the latest Nintendo portable just because I was always moving around so much. Um, And I did someone throw up on it the first time you took it out of the house. No, no. Thankfully, no. (laughs) Thankfully, no. I'd have to throw it in the garbage after that. Right. I kept the sandals. Yeah, I'm sure you did. (laughs) (laughs) You still have them. Todd, I'm wearing them right now. Oh, uh, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, they cer- certainly changed for me drastically. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I'm about the same. I I, I can't, it, it was just games. It was never mature games or a, yeah. this has an adult theme or, you know, I, I, I don't really, do you remember the first like, holy crap, this is for older kids this or like this is for like did, did you uh, yeah did, did you if, ever have a moment like that yeah I, I, but it wasn't was it grand theft auto what no was it? it wasn't it wasn't even anything more of it being explicit it was metal gear solid mm. it just felt mature Adult. 
Yeah. An adult. And Produced, like, yeah, exactly. And like the themes and the story, I still can't understand the story. I'm almost 40 years old. Um, but, you know, it was one of those things where it was just like, if I was four years younger, I would not continue playing this game. You know, it was, it was like, I'm at the right time in my life in the right place, but I uh, only because I'm older, do I, does this click with me? Right. You never, you never stop to think about what the story of Karnoff was. <laughs> <laughs> Karnov is a great game. And a I game tried to that play it should... the other day and I was like, why is he jumping oh, so slow? I know. It's got great music. It does. And isn't it isn't it like a spin-off? Isn't he like a double dragon guy? No, he's in Bad Dudes. He's a oh, bad dudes. he's a mini boss in the first uh, level of Bad Dudes. Or he's actually the final boss in the first level of Bad Dudes. They gave him a spin-off. They gave him a spin-off, yeah. And uh, there's a <laughs> people, sequel. People really like this. They they love they love this fat, fat guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No King Hippo's brother. Right. Um, yeah, I think they made a Karnov too. And it was, um, it, there was an arcade game. Dude, <laughs> he was like, guys, listen, I think we got our big summer hit here. We're yeah. going all in on Karnov, yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. It's all in the middle, guys. All right. He, he looks a little bit like Mr. Clean. He looks a little bit like a genie. And he's, <laughs> he's got a big belly. <laughs> and he jumps really slow. Right. But before you even ask if he has the pointy shoes, he does. He does. He does. <laughs> like I said, just like a genie. I remember, on once playing, I remember once playing Karnoff like during the summer one night, like by myself. And I got to like one of the last levels of the game and I called everyone I knew to see if they could come over to witness this. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened. No one picked up. No one cared. And I was like, God, this is never going to happen again. I was just on a streak. I, I was in I was in the flow state of Karnoff. Karnoff. <laughs> <laughs> the flow state of Karnoff. <laughs> right. What about you as far as mature? I'm curious what what because you're a little younger, like I said. So like maybe even when Solid came out, you were like not ready for it. I think for me, it was probably Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. And there was very that's very much the same generation. Those type of games. It, it, it gave me the heebie jeebies. And that was I, I, that was the first game that I realized I was like, oh, people are like it, it got a new response out of me is for it wasn't like i'm having fun or like this is a real challenge i was right, like right. Uh, like I'm the dogs jumped scared. through the window and <laughs> right. i shut it off and i ran downstairs yep that's it i was up in my room and <laughs> i just remember being like holy cow it's like those I dogs jumped. are coming after me yeah yeah these aren't these weren't no you know we're not talking license here we're talking right. like <laughs> right you know yeah i, I guess you know we kind of grew up with games growing up we which did is interesting. yeah yeah we did and that's why it's kind of fun to um, um, you, you know, Gabe's, Gabe's mostly a Minecraft player, I feel like, as he loves to discuss. I It's just weird. I Like, will that, will he just keep rocking that? Will he just stick with that? You know, is like that. Because yeah. that's obviously all ages. You know, you can ride that as long as you want. You know, you and I definitely grew up with the, with the like, oh, now there's ratings on it. And it's like, oh, mm -hmm. and I need your parents to buy stuff. And it's like, right. <laughs> like it's, it gets weirder and weirder. So I got one more thing mm. before we get into the news. I'm going to spring it on you. It's an impromptu segment. I'm, so, I'm just throwing it right on you. All right. All right. Yep. Because I was, I was, I was out the other day. I was, I was walking Ellie in the, in the, in the stroller. Okay. And all of a sudden it struck me and this <clears> is, this is real. These are real thoughts I have. It struck me that maybe f the movie phenomenon wasn't as good as I remembered it to be. <laughs> this You're is wrong. Thing, it was. I, is it that good? So then I thought about this. <laughs> I thought about this. Stay. Well, that the nights were mainly made 
So my thought was all these things mm-hmm. that I remember being good. Right. Because we kind of, we, you and I are like, parts of this show that, especially the parts we do with the kids, we're mm-hmm. dismantling part of our childhood when we go back. And I'm like, do I right. want to know? Do, do I, I want to know? Back? It's a great point. Phenomenon, phenomenon wasn't, I mean, I was like, you know, 13 or 14 when that movie right. came out. So that's not quite as much as like going back to like yep. Mario. Yep. But I started thinking about it. That was a real thought I had. I was like, man, remember Phenomenon? I forgot why it came up. I was thinking about how we, how we got her to like him by buying the chairs. I think I saw some chairs, some wooden chairs. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, hey, those are like the ones so that George Malley bought. So of- what's her name? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Would fall for him. It's a good point. How much how much of nostalgia do you need to poke and prod at? Or how right. much should you just leave where it is in your mind? Because I remember that movie being great, too. I loved the idea behind it. Yeah. And um, Forrest Whitaker in it. Good. Yep. Robert Duvall. Good. Robert Duvall is like 90 yeah. this year, by the way. Yeah. Uh, still kicking around. Yep. Uh, just a, like just a likable cast, and yeah. then like you know, kind of like superpowers, which is always fun. It, it might be the reason why I haven't gone back to rewatch Quantum Leap because I loved Quantum Leap more right. than like anything else. And I bet you, if I watch it now, I'd be like, oh god, ask Al, yourself Al's the annoying. question. Ask yourself the question. Do, do I want to know? know? Yeah. I started thinking. I was like, I like maybe I just know because I, I got phenomenon from, and we've talked about this before. Mm. Columbia House. Remember they did tapes nice. for a while. Of course. So I ordered a bunch of them and I had it on VHS. Nice. You, got, um, you sent that penny in? Yeah, I, I sent the penny. It was like that. And I can't remember other movies I got with it. There's only one I can remember that I got with it, which was Ben-Hur. And Ben-Hur is a double VHS, by the way. In case you're wondering, <laughs> right. at home, for those of you playing the home game or yep. who are into collecting Ben-Hur outdated technology, yep. um, it's a two-taper. It's yep. like a Braveheart. It's a two-taper, yeah. Yeah, or Schindler's List. I just finished paying off my Columbia house last week, actually. <laughs> you already, you already <laughs> sent in the this. last penny. You already said this. On I think the you show. cut it last time. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. It was last month then. Uh, okay. Yeah, I sent in that last penny. <laughs> it was it was the hundred and eighty fifth week. I think there's someone who's just constantly scamming you for a single penny through the U.S. <laughs> postal system. That might be true. Yeah, it's gonna but be. I still uh, got those tapes. Po- it's gonna be point zero one USD. And I got a few bare naked lady CDs and a mystical CD. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was right. worth it. Broke into the old apartment. Mm-hmm. I could just see you totally getting into it. Yeah. You don't even know that's a bare naked lady song. No, I don't know much about the bare naked ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you bought the CD and you didn't even yeah. listen. No, no, I didn't buy that. And I've exposed myself now as a bare naked ladies listener. Maybe it was Ben, uh, Piano Ben. Ben, ben, ben Folds. Folds. Yeah. Might have been Ben Folds. Yeah. I got a lot of Ben Folds CDs. Mm, he's great. I don't have CDs anymore, actually, but I have them. Yeah, and that kind of stinks, doesn't it? But it's so easy. I don't know. Do I want to know? No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's a good bit. And it's also something we're going to need to remember. There might be some things that we just need to leave sacred and just not bring to the show. Because when we bring things to the show, we usually find out they're not what we thought they were. No. In the future, let's be careful. Agree? Yeah. Gordon Ramsay here, and this absolute you're hearing is the morning dad cast. Zooming in 10 dads. Well, not zooming in 10 dads. Jesus Christ. So, Todd, you dropped like $900 trying to collect old PS3 games. 
<laughs> dude, it's not, you don't even know. Dude, I bought old Vita memory cards for like $60 a pop just to load them up with games. I had, to, I had to buy storage just to buy the games, and I didn't even need to. Oh, my God. I love this pump fake that hit you right in the wallet. I yep. really love it. I got Lacrimosa of Dana finally. Um, <laughs> I finally bought the entire game of Wipeout instead of just playing the demo over and over again. I got the other three Ease games that were on there. I finally got Gravity Rush because I lost the actual cartridge of it. Yeah, you were you were like hitting the savings account to yeah, cover your PS3 and yeah. Vita app. Yep. And then Sony was like, the backlash was swift. Uh, game prices spiked. That was a news story, yep. right? Everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh, oh, crap. I better get these PS2 and games memory cards. and Vita games. Memory and- cards went up too. I yeah. can, can tell you that for a fact. I mean, I can't write that off. I don't even can. <laughs> the guy I met in the Arby's parking lot was very, yes. very insistent that these were 300 a pop. <laughs> That's pretty much what PlayStation charged from. That's one of the reasons the Vita didn't do well. Proprietary yeah. memory cards. Yeah. Give him a give a switch got one thing right, and they never get stuff like that right. Just pop in a goddamn micro SD, SD card. You get it for yeah. eight, eight bucks, 32 yeah. gigs. <laughs> right, exactly. And then you're like, well, maybe I'll get a lot of it. And then they're like, well, now it's seven hundred dollars. You're like, where's right. the middle ground? So, yeah, there's no, yeah, exactly. I don't need eight gigs. I don't 30, need, yeah, thirty-two gig I don't card is eight dollars. Yeah, right. and, a, and a terabyte card is um, three thousand. <laughs> right, but they take a firm, so it's fine. Yep, yep. I'll pay. I'll pay it down a little every month. I won't God, get into debt. My be worth it. My firm account is. If I touch it, like the app, like just the app on the screen is is, is hot. <laughs> it's like that part of the screen like burns a little bit when you touch it. Oh my when god! When I open it up, I actually have to scroll down <laughs> to see all of the twenty dollars payments. Do you mean this loan? 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 And it's all video games. It's all video games. It's like video games and an outdoor rug. Yeah. That's so. It. Yeah. So you basically you've 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 gone bankrupt. You've sold the farm to yep. pick up some PS3 stuff. And PS3, yeah, PS3 and Vita. Yeah. And PS3, Vita. I got a few things on there too. Uh Crisis Core I picked up and uh Fungul. It's just a JRPG nightmare. Right. Of games I'm never gonna play. But never. I just said, Well, there's no way I'm ever gonna get them again. Cause like I got Lycromosa of Dana, it was like thirty nine dollars on the Vita store. You wanna buy the cartridge of that, it's like two fifty. Oh, so you're making out like a bandit on a game you'll never play. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. exactly, but I can now. But quick. I don't even need all this beef jerky. I just wanted to buy it. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, I have it here if you want to come over. It's, I mean, you can eat it. You can eat it. It's cured. It's going to last forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what salt does. So PlayStation did an about face. They said we're shutting down shop and then everyone got pissed and they were like, oh, the official statement was like, your PlayStation community. Mm-hmm. Never mind. R- regrettable, regrettably, <laughs> Sony. <laughs> that was like um, the, the, hi the guys. Whole... <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're actually good. Now we I, we fired the guy that was he was dead at the time. We he was fired him. Sorry, whoever made the decision. Yeah, yeah, whoever made the decision. He was now he's dead. Just an interesting, an interesting story, and again, really kind of ties in with how I feel about PlayStation ever shutting anything down. If you're going to commit to something, I don't care that you're releasing new products that half the country, half the world can't afford. That should not put people in the dark. Mm-hmm. And the Vita too. I mean, that's just absurd. You already, you know, gave it such an unfair shake. There is still a huge community of people who love the Vita, especially for JRPG games. You go to, you know, places like Akihabara in Japan, and there's just there's thousands of them. Speaking of Akihabara. Ooh, hit me. I think you know what I'm going to say. 
Oh, God. I know. It's all about me and how much goddamn money that everyone's getting out of me, isn't it? Yeah. Super mm. Potato launches an online eBay store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sub headline right under that slightly different font. Yeah. Todd goes broke. Yeah. It's getting close. It's, it's getting close to me blowing the nest egg at this it, point. It really is. On <laughs> just some copy of some game that you yeah. won't be able to play because it's Hammer a Japanese and Harry. anyway. No, I can't. It'd be fine. Hammer and Harry action games like that. Platformers. Pfft, I don't need to read Japanese for that. Okay. I'm obviously not going to buy, you know, Crisis Core in Japanese. It's not obvious. Did that once. It didn't work out well for me. (laughs) The only thing I understood was Materia because it looks almost the same. Yeah, sure. How does it look the same? It's got an M. No, it doesn't. Its character looks very much like an M for Materia. I mean, that doesn't sound right to me. I tried to play it once and I got like a translator and I was like, (laughs) I'm just going (laughs) to... Stop right now. You did not hire a translator to help you play No, I didn't hire one. I got like a, the Google, like a Google Translate. Sit here. And I was like, I'm just going to type this in and like figure out, figure out how to do this. Just you play and you look over at just some here. terrified what did that say? Japanese boy what did sitting that say? next to you. Yeah. What did he just say to me? Is what that a threat? I do? What did he what just say? Do? Tell me what he said. I want to know what he said right now. You could flee? No, I'm not going to flee. I want you to tell me what it says. I don't need advice. You're not my caddy. <laughs> that is, you need a caddy. I do. I need a Japanese caddy to get through my the Japanese games that were way cheaper on PS1. You definitely need a caddy. Mm. You need a sidekick. Yeah, so Super Potato, probably you know one of the most renowned international video game trading posts, is now selling. They have their own eBay storefront. They charge a lot of money for shipping. They just oh, said, yeah, screw bucks. it. Yeah, we're going to make money off of shipping as well. Um, and they have everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything. I mean, there's games, and it's 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 tough for me to even say this, but there's games that I've never heard of on there, and that hasn't happened that in a long time. That is tough for you. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that hasn't happened in a long time. I, I, didn't, I almost didn't know any of them. I was scrolling yeah. through, and I'm like, I don't know, unless I saw, like, you know samus on the box or something right. then i was like oh okay yeah it's like oh okay oh wait yeah. 350 no i'm good yeah no that's yeah. fine i already have that on the disc system i'm fine yeah i do but it's cool that they're doing that um it's the first time you're really able to buy anything from there uh from overseas other than um Without samurai going, trader yeah. which is gone which is defunct now yeah it's cool yeah very cool okay two quick things and then let's take a break okay one we got to talk about <laughs> we need to talk about this yep can I sell you mm-hmm. on a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie <laughs> starring Vin Diesel? <laughs> um, yes. No, but why? It's a slap in the face. Hugh Jackman's real steel was oh, so yeah. much better than whatever this is going to be. Wait, wasn't that Chappie too? Wasn't it like the same thing? No. And Chappie wasn't a boxer? I don't think Ch- <laughs> I don't think Chappie was a boxer. He was okay. a... Was he? <laughs> I don't know. No. Iron Giant? Um, no. <laughs> Iron Giant. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I like how in the in the runner show. <laughs> what is this? He called him Huge Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, me? <laughs> yeah, you're usually the typo king. Yeah, typo king. <laughs> Huge Jackman looks very funny. It's funny the the power of one letter, isn't it, my friend? It really is. Yeah, Holy so it cow. sounds ridiculous. Huge Rock, Jackman. Out of all of the board games, my friend Michael Gorman, who does some voices for the show and who's actually going to be joining us for my 40th birthday celebration, mm-hmm. he did a really great skit once about Tetris the movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> for Black 20, which he used to do sketch comedy for. Um, and it was hysterical. It was absolutely hysterical. But th- this sounds as ridiculous as Tetris the movie. Yeah. I mean, unless they're in big, huge mechs and they really play up like the mech angle. I don't want this. Stop no. making this. I stop know. this. Now. Just tell them now. Just stop, guys. Green light, real steel, too. If you had any yeah, balls. That's true. You we could just... use real steel, too, because maybe it might get me to watch the first one. <laughs> right. I've never seen the first one either, but God damn it, I respect it yes. enough not to make rock'em, sock'em robots. Right. There's no, I don't imagine there'll be a nice father son thread throughout that really mm-hmm. brings it all together. Yeah, that's probably true. Rock'em, sock'em robots. Yeah. Wrap up our hungry, hungry hippos script. Oh, we, we should keep working on that. <laughs> that we've been hammering away at. That's right. We tried trouble. We did. We ran into some rights with the Popomatic bubble. <laughs> but hungry, hungry hippos might work out still. The Popomatic bubble. Yeah. Copyright trademark. You said you had Helena Bonham Carter interested. For trouble? Yep. Yeah. We might we can get her for hippos. Yeah. Probably. What else is she doing? I don't know. Something some witch thing, right? Tim Burton thing. Uh one more thing. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta get to the bottom of this. Shoot. All right. Mm-hmm. This is, it's also, it's a, there's another soft segment. Okay. Intro. All right. Is we need to, we need to get to the bottom of this. We need to get I, to the bottom of this. Okay. We need That's to get the to the bottom of this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, um, the other day I was, I was, I was complaining to Yolanda that my, my, pa- my parents don't know how to do anything with their phones. I was trying to help them right. set up just some security, simple, click the link, download stuff. Sure. No big deal. I don't know how to do a lot either, but like, this was like, Oh my God, like how did this, this is really getting away from you, this stuff. Right. But now I fear after reading this article that I have, I'm approaching the age where that's happening to me because I have no idea, even after reading this article that was posted on IGN, mm-hmm. what the hell is going on. And okay. I need you to help me get to the bottom of this. Okay. If, I'm just going to tell you this. I'm older than you. If you're having trouble, I'm probably no. not going to be much help at all, but right. go I for should it. probably get, get help. I should probably go to Gabe. A, a quick question. Have you ever asked Gabe for technical advice? No. But, but I've gotten very comfortable, and I've told you this before, handing him the controller to beat something that I don't think I can beat. Oh, I love that. That's not quite the same thing, but it's close. It, but it is a nod of respect. I think it's actually, yeah, I think it's absolutely the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so help me get to the bottom of this. I don't know what this means at all. Okay. I, I'm literally just going to read bits from the story as posted on IGN. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yep. Here, here we go. I'm going to do my best. All right. ESPN and Marvel have announced a collaboration that will feature Marvel-inspired alternate presentation okay. for the upcoming game between the Golden State Warriors and the New Orleans Pelicans on Monday, May 3rd. Okay. Hold on. You have to stop right there. Did I already lose you on the sports Is, teams? There's a team named the Pelicans? Yes. That's a terrible name for a team. Okay. Who did they used to be? Maybe the Hornets? Because Charlotte. Yeah, but they moved. Oh, okay. You can do that, I guess. All right. Sure. Of course you can. That doesn't make sense. Um, what do you th- the, the Expos just became the Nationals. There's no there's no baseball team in Montreal. There's anymore. no Montreal Expos anymore? Jesus Christ, Todd. Are there still a Toronto Blue Jays? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You can still get your Canadian base. So is Toronto the only Canadian team in the league? I think so. That must be fun for the other teams when they get to play Toronto. No, it's not. Oh. You have to convert everything. Go to, to the, I don't know how go to, the go to a Tim Hortons beforehand and afterwards. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Tim Hortons, uh, a sponsor. 
by the way. Yeah. Of my breakfast while I'm in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't understand a word. So ESPN and Marvel are collaborating on an actual, like an actual game that's going to alternate count. presentation. No, oh, this is an alternate presentation. So it okay. says, so let me, I'll continue. Yep. The event's full title okay. is called NBA Special Edition presented uh-huh. by State Farm, okay. colon, Marvel's mm-hmm. Arena Jesus of Heroes. Christ, how many sponsors? <laughs> okay, so here's the summary of the original story that will play during the game. Apparently there's some, like I'm imagining this like a Harlem Globetrotters. Sure. Like there's some Versus kind of generals. acting. Yeah, the generals, they were due. I bet on them, they were due. So uh, I saw the Harlem Globetrotters yeah. at, at, at the garden. And like, yeah. it's it's still, obviously it's it's staged sports. So I think that's what they're doing here. Okay, sure. But, well, but that's fine then. But there's a comic book. So So here's what it says. After a narrow victory over an invading alien army, oh, the Jesus Avengers Christ. receive an ominous threat from the enemy who vows to return in greater numbers and force. The Black Panther and Iron Man quickly realize they will need more help and form a plan to expand their ranks to fight this impending threat. Recognizing the superior physical abilities, agility, and tenacity of Earth's greatest athletes, the Avengers will hold a series of contests where the winners earn the right to train and fight alongside them as Marvel's champions. The Avengers will begin their recruitment with the NBA elite and observe the battle between the Warriors and the Pelicans, focusing on the three star players from each team. You lost me halfway through that. Yeah, I lost myself halfway through that. So players are they doing that? Is Marvel's doing fine? The NBA is doing fine. They don't need this. Dude, uh, let me tell you, though, this is even like the lead up for Space Jam. Steph Curry has an, an alarmingly low number of Marvel hero points. Oh, well, that's a shame. Which he will earn. Oh. For for every point, rebound, assist, steal, and block. Oh. Okay. And, uh, you know, they'll lose points as well if they, you know, turn over the ball and uh, miss free throws or whatever. So there's- Are you, Did you make this up? No, but that this is why I'm, t- I'm saying you need to help me get to the bottom of this. This right. sounds like it's it's like one of those like very uncomfortable things where people, the, the actors come into the audience and, and, and they pick somebody in there and there's right. a guy dressed as Spider-Man. But not only is he right. not Spider-Man, right. it's definitely not Tom Holland or even anyone who knows Tom One of the guys Holland. from Times Square. Yeah, it's the Times Square. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just so, don't understand what. So. So I'm going to watch a basketball game. What is this, Todd? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm going to watch a basketball game. Well, I'm not. I'm obviously going to watch it. Maybe you'll watch it. You'll tell me about it. I'm going to watch a bas- Someone's going to watch a basketball game. And You're definitely not watching it because you. It, it's not even on the first ESPN. I think you need two plus or. The Ocho? Deportes. Oh, I have Deportes. Do you really? Yeah, I like soccer. I don't understand this. Hopefully, the way the screen looks is going to be entertaining what enough. screen are you talking about what like, is this watching this sounds like, like watching they the have game, all, I, other things they, i didn't they mention show me all their points like if they level up during the game like that could be cool i'm no, just trying to see. none of this none of this sounds cool at all this well, sounds no, really they're weird showing they the even have game? an alternate announcer who's a marvel specialist that they're bringing in oh, and y- yeah i don't know is it lewis i, I yeah <laughs> Is it Lewis? <laughs> Lewis the specialist? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? When I first heard of fantasy sports, I thought that was so cool. What? 
What did you? Because I thought hear about. Oh, you mean this like, was like fan- a few years fa- ago? Fa- <laughs> you only heard about like fantasy football a few years ago? Yeah, like maybe the two or three years, maybe four years ago. Tops. Tops. Um, I thought you could like recruit anyone, like from the past. Like yeah. I could be like, all right, I want Gary Carter on my team. And someone was like, what are you talking about? Gary Carter's <laughs> dead. And I was like, so what? It's fantasy, right? And they were stop, like, get out of here. Because Gary, Carter's, Gary Carter is two things. <laughs> One. Yeah. Uh, a legend oh, and a hero. Is he dead? I don't know. I think so. No, I don't think he is. <laughs> that would that, that, hear that sound. That was just him. <laughs> <laughs> he was over there translating your Japanese games. <laughs> yeah, he's famous, famous for that. Gary Carter. Was an hold on Gary Carter. Yeah, he died in 2012, dude. Gary Edmund Carter. Oh my God! Was it long for this world? He used to be my favorite baseball player, and I forgot Him and Lenny that he died. That's terrible. So I thought his you nickname could, like, was the anyway. kid. That's right. Mm-hmm. But why would you recruit Gary Carter for a fantasy? Are you, are you talking fan, uh, baseball? I thought football. fantasy. Yeah, not football. I just thought fantasy was like you could pick anyone for your team. I didn't realize it was like current roster no it has to be current there's a and draft. i thought you could like maybe get superheroes on there no you can't i mean moon it, knight <laughs> cloak and dagger and <laughs> jubilee <laughs> gary carter <laughs> bugs bunny from space jam and beta ray bill yep <laughs> yeah that's right yeah just to round it out and sandler as the water boy yeah that's yep. yeah, you, you, that's a a no lose team yeah. right there. That's a perfect season. Yeah, team. when I found out that it was just like current players, I was like, "You guys are absolutely wasting your time." Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go work on this podcast. That definitely is not wasting my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I read. I you don't the whole get article. it. I don't I, understand it. You read it out loud. It. You read yeah. it out loud to me. I don't. I don't get it. You it know what? Sounds I'm like gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to watch it. I well May th- I th- May third I think okay you have to remind me it's it's a Monday at four thirty yeah I'm gonna check out the oh NBA no it's seven thirty seven thirty because I was that's sorry that was that was the Pacific time I'm gonna be Eastern in the Pacific Standard. I'm gonna be in the Pacific during most of May so four thirty for me okay so four thirty I'll put you down for four thirty yep you're not gonna be wearing sandals so outside even though so you're in warmer climes it's clearly it's not on TBS because it's not starting at four thirty five that's true. Mm. That they'll make it. It's not a Braves game, so it makes right. it much easier for you to figure out. That's right. Uh, and it's not an old Charles in Charge episode either. So love Charles uh, in Charge. I'm really confused as to what they're trying to do here. I understand that Disney mm-hmm. owns both yep. of these, right? Yep. They of own course. ESPN and they, yeah. and they own Marvel. That's right. Uh, and I ESPN is losing Disney a lot of money these days. I as don't. As a stockholder, I'm not very happy about that. Are you really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you call any paramedics for Gary Carter? <laughs> <laughs> they I called, they said, sorry, unless you're calling us from the past. <laughs> this isn't something, this is an emergency we're worried about taking care of. Right. And then it just turns into frequency or ghost, ghost kid, ghost mm. dad, ghost catcher. You know what? I was driving today. I forgot to tell you this earlier. Like a prayer, <laughs> like a prayer came on, and I realized what a sucker I am for gospel music in a pop song. Jesus, that's such a good song. It's you know, like a prayer is one of those songs where it's like you know it, and you could probably sing most of it. Mm. Um, and you usually hear it in like clips, right? Like you never hear it like you know, especially if you're like listening in the car, like you'll hear like the end of it, middle to the end. But I heard it from the beginning to the end, and I was like, Jesus Christ, that is 
a good song. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is in it. Yeah. And the the woman who, you know, catches her and throws her back up into the sky. <laughs> we have an obituary planned for. <laughs> we might be late on that. Right. We might be. By many years. Yeah. Or not. So, yeah. <laughs> what do we know? No, there's no way to know. There's no way to ever know. Well, I clearly know the living and dead sports figures. Mm-hmm. Daryl Strawberry. I'm not actually sure about Strawberry. Didn't he just die? (laughs) (laughs) I can't help but notice you're just working your way through the 86 Mets. (laughs) That's the only sports I know. The only sports I know is 86 Mets. I tried to get into sports for about 20 minutes in in 86 when everyone was talking about the Mets. (laughs) Quick, somebody call and check on Keith Hernandez. (laughs) He's doing fine. Holy cow. Take us to break, for Christ's sake. Oh, my God. I don't even think I can. I don't even think I can. <laughs> just, just have to hit a button. There are a lot of podcasts with comic book reviews and interviews with some of the greatest creators in the industry. But only one will tell you scientifically what the worst comic book of all time is. And the best. We've been ranking comic book stories for six years. We have a list with over a thousand comics on it, and we're adding more every month. More Rocket Ajax on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hey, Benito, I've been reading the Bible lately, and nobody ever told me how many talking dogs and wizard battles were in this thing. Well, Chris, you know what I always say. If you can understand Star Wars, you can understand the Bible. Apocrypals, part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Holy moly. That was something else. Anyway, uh, while we were on break... uh, (laughs) We had a moment. We we, we got uh, Mr. Carter... I bought a star in his name (laughs) (laughs) on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's right. (laughs) Was not cheap, but I I figured if I was blowing my wad on PS3, Vita, and Super Potato games, right, I may as well just throw it, throw it in the mix. Right. So, really quick, we wanted to talk about. uh, You asked a good question. Yeah. You kicked it out on on Instagram. I did. Um. What game or games do you regret buying as a kid? You want to walk walk me through some of this? Yeah, sure. So I I, I, I started that conversation by sharing my own, which was Total Recall for the NES. Um, right. I asked for it for Christmas. The reason that I asked for it is... Oh, man, um, it was a Christmas buy. It was a Christmas buy, yeah. Jeez. I um, So in <laughs> Nintendo... How, how quick, Todd? Uh, how dude, quick did you start playing? Uh, you put it in, you started yeah. playing. How quick were you like... This sucks and it's Christmas Day. It was it was maybe tw- a half hour, yeah, twenty minutes. It's bad pretty quick, right? Yeah. I remember I played it recently. Jeez, I I remember seeing in Nintendo Power. So you know, in Total Recall, where they like he goes through that like a uh, conveyor belt X ray machine. Yeah, in Nintendo Power, they showed a screen of that in the game, and it looked amazing. And I was like, whoa, that's really cool. And that sold me on it. I mean, it's you know, and it's you know, it's a platformer, and you know, how bad can a platformer be? It's sure. terrible. It's terrible. terrible. It, it was really one is. of the worst games I've ever played. It was back in the day where I didn't even realize you could return games. It was just like, okay, this is mine now, and I have to deal with this pile of crap for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. Um, so that was mine. I still haven't found out yours, and then I can share with you some really good ones that were sent to us um, from our fans. It's hard to remember being like that disappointed in a game. Because I usually did a, like a lot of research beforehand. Sure. 
like whether it be in a magazine or gut feeling back of the box. I usually mm. had a pretty good track record. Yep. I, I feel like I mostly did as well, but there's definitely, you know, some turds that ended up on the shelf. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to think I'd have to like, like ones that were like, t- just, I, pr- I probably had like a lot of just forgettable ones that weren't even like terrible. You know, they were probably just like fives out of tens, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But not like real, like this is the worst thing I've ever played. But I do, once we get into the comments, mm-hmm. I can actually tell you about one <laughs> and okay. the solution I had for it. Okay. Uh, cool. Because one of these comments is actually, uh, <laughs> about me. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, read them, read them down. All right. So a Vega 89 said super Godzilla. Remember being excited about that, getting it ended up returning it the same day at Toys R Us. I remember super Godzilla. I and don't it looked ama- It looked like a Neo Geo game. Big what monsters. It, it looked like King of the Fire Super Nintendo. Okay. Super Godzilla. Super. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And it was a turd sandwich, my friend. Oh my God. What, what was it like a fighting yeah, I remember it being do? very similar to like King of the Monsters, where it's a bit like kind of like fighting in the city. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else. Like, you're like, no, it's a sports game. And you use it. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the whole point is to get to the get to the Super Bowl. Super Godzilla. Right. Uh, it's definitely not anything that was ever on my radar. I didn't play this. I don't remember this, but yeah, it sounds awesome. Like if, I, a, it, if it, I saw it on the shelf, I probably would have been like, man, I got to get Super Godzilla. So dude, that sucks it, it, that it sucks. It looks awesome, too. There's like there's like stats and stuff and like it. Oh, it's almost like a 2D fighter. It looked great. It looked fantastic. And it was done by Toho. So it just was like, all right, it's got all the pedigree that it needs. And boo, God, it's the worst controls. You can barely do anything. A Vega's right to have this one as the top of his list. It's it's terrible. OK, what else we got? Ratso Punks said too many NES games to name, and that's probably very fair. I'm sure most of them had the LGN label on them. Uh, and then he said E.T. for Atari, which makes me believe that maybe he actually was one of those people that purchased E.T. and, you know, had high hopes for it. We obviously know what happened to E.T. since, but well documented uh, <laughs> what E.T. buried and then dug up. I tried to actually buy one of those. Oh, really? Yeah, when they auctioned them for whatever they were raising money for. I, I actually had E.T. Did you really? Wow. And it was broken and awful. But I, even then, like, I don't know. I It's I, it's hard for me to, like, have a lot of bad will towards a game. Sure. All right. Yeah. So um, Ducky Board Man Paints said X-Men for the NES. All right. He said it was so bad, so bad that I sold it back to the store and got Excitebike. Good trade. That's a good swap. Yeah, X-Men good sucked. Swap. Totally but sucked. And I God, had how bad did you want it? How did it be good? I yeah. think a lot of kids probably share Dude, the this game sentiment. Was, this, the game Great was- Great cover. It was like impossible. Like you died impossible. almost immediately. Yeah. Like, and, and there was such a huge like power gap and like no one wanted to be Wolverine because you had to get too close to enemies and you'd always exactly. take a hit. Yep. And then like Cyclops is who you wanted to be. And I forgot, I, I don't even remember who else was in it because the game was so bad. Yeah, I, I want to say that I know with with complete certitude that that was an LJ and certitude game. a thing. Yeah, certitude's a thing, and okay. it was an LJ and game for sure. Yeah, it was this really weird like apocalyptic setting. It looked the nothing map like looked anything. Awful. It yeah, looked like vomit. It was terrible. Yeah. And but the cool thing is, is that like the characters were distinguishable. Uh, ah. You could tell who you were playing. No, um, no I'm weird, talking like about mice. like if you looked at if you looked at the the previews, and all we had was magazines back then. 
it looked like, okay, I know who that is. They, they all like, had their unique powers. It looked like Akari Warriors, but worse. Like, it did look like Akari Warriors. It's like actually brown. Good, yeah. mm-hmm. There's like, lots of browns and grays. Yeah. yeah brown, it's like very hard yeah, to distinguish. Terrible. The color terrible palette game. was just, terrible game. Terrible game. Yeah, I had it. The Super Nintendad's fan club, one of hey! our fan club accounts, um, <laughs> shared with us um, Felix the Cat on the NES. No other words for now. Felix the Cat is a dog of a game. Uh, <laughs> the Cat is a dog. <laughs> nice. I like what you did. Uh, that, is that game worth money? Is that one yes. of the ones that's really rare? It's not super rare, but it's worth a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, played a lot like Kirby. It was a Hudson game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I played a lot I like Kirby. I might have rented it. I don't think I never definitely didn't own it. Like you want to get that from like DK oldies or like one of those stores that like guarantee the game. Uh, yeah. You're looking at like 150 bucks easy uh, for a terrible experience for a terrible experience. You can give me half. I'll just kick you in the balls. And- Even repros are like 50 bucks for some reason. Next civic.ctr said punch out instead of Mike Tyson's punch out. Who ah. the FK is Mr. Dream. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a it's a sad way to end that game. If you're wondering who the f- Mr. Dream is. He's the guy that wasn't brought up on domestic abuse charges. So fair enough. Um, Lopez John Albert said George Foreman's KO boxing sucked. <laughs> that was a Genesis have. game, and it was one of those games that had really big sprites, so it looked cool. But yeah, it but played. But didn't hardly. it have a hamburger eating mini game? Oh, I don't remember that, but that sounds pretty great. I remember a hamburger eating mini game with George Foreman. Did he have a Did he have a Game Gear game? Uh, boxing was on Game Gear. Yeah, Foreman Boxing was on Game Gear. Maybe, I don't know. Next, we have True Vis King said Three Stooges. And I'm assuming he's talking about the NES one because boy, is that a minigame, minigame mayhem. I don't remember it being so bad. Oh, it's terrible. Is yeah, it? At one point, you have to like, you have to take oysters out of a bowl of soup. Yeah, but what do you expect? They're Stooges. It, the, it the says graphics, it right on the box. Mm, the graphics are actually really good in mm. that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but the playing and the the controls and the mechanics and the actual mini games you have to play are absolutely absurd. I think there's a pie fight. I think there's a mm-hmm. pie fight contest, and the controls are so bad. I know this one point like where you have to just move one of the stooges from left to right and like avoid obstacles, and you can't. You just can't. <laughs> and you just can't. Mm-hmm. Is it Larry? Like, it's Larry. It, it's it? probably Larry. Yeah. It's probably Larry. Uh, Brian. PSD said, someone I know got Time Commando, and I'm the idiot who played it. This is my buddy Brian from San Diego. (laughs) Okay. And I'm the guy who had Time Commando. Oh, no. So so that's why I didn't didn't want to tell you in the beginning that I kind of had one. Time Commando for the PlayStation Mm -hmm. is awful. And I bought it, and my buddy Brian lived around the corner, and he he had a PlayStation. And I was was like, hey, you can... (laughs) You can play this if you want. I gave right. it to him one day, like lent it to him. I was like, it's pretty bad, whatever. Mm. But then I remember I came back like in a few weeks and he, I don't know if he was just bored. He mastered this game. Oh, get out of here. Where he like, he like knew. So, and I'm like, dude, I couldn't even make it past the first level. Like you go through different times and like ages. I think the first one is like early man. There's like medieval uh, times. Bill I think. Ted there's like right right so so you're going through and like you're collecting different weapons mm-hmm. and and like the description makes almost no sense okay i'm gonna bring i'm gonna bring up the wikipedia time commando in each level stanley collects various weapons exclusive to the time period first stanley. of all stanley <laughs> right so we put on the magical shoes <laughs> 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 right totally so 
Stanley collects various weapons exclusive to the time period. Stanley uh-huh. has a small life bar that grows larger when the player picks up life power-ups. Uh-huh. Along the same lines, Stanley has multiple lives. As the player plays through a level, a time bar, which counts the time until the virus completely takes over oh, and Jesus. the player dies, slowly fills. The bar can be emptied by depositing computer chips collected throughout the levels in various orb pools which resemble the vortex stanley first entered todd this game was a huge pile of shit. my buddy brian really powered it out i can't believe i couldn't figure out how to get past like his the first second platinum screen. right if they had platinum trophies right. he deserved one for figuring yep. out any of this game because it was terrible and i just remember going over there and being amazed that he figured out and he's like oh there's a rock over here you got to pick up and throw at this guy i'm like how could you even see that in those muddy right. textures right, this right. game looks disgusting i kind of love that though i like when people get really good at really bad games because they're just of sheer will yeah like and i'm I, gonna not did. let this piece of crap get the best of me i don't care if it was developed poorly i don't care if it's programmed poorly i'm gonna get the best of it and people become pros and like speed run these terribly terribly created games yeah i can't believe he did um because I love that. F- famously he's a controller thrower like okay me. right like you're taking that anger out on that controller right right and that game handled like dog yeah uh god awful so yeah time commando the plot made no sense none of it made any sense and it was awful to look at um sorry for anyone who worked on time commando yeah. but I'm, nah. I'm not pulling my punches over here uh so yeah Bry, I hear you, and I'm sorry I put that in your life. But yeah, I'm uh, happy he did. I think I think it it I think it brought us closer together. Yeah, as as, as buddies, you know, it's like yeah. when two guys go to war. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, or through time together. Right, or through time. <laughs> or, or right, or, or through time together. <laughs> uh, both true in Bill and Ted and Back to the Future. Yes, exactly. Well, we have one last one from Ian Wolf. He said, "Oh, frick! Well, as a huge." Star Trek The Next Generation fan, it pains me to say the Next Generation Game Boy game. Oh, I know. I bought it new and tried to play it, play it probably a dozen times. After that, I never touched it again until I sold it in 1995 or so. Now, since I'm in my late 30s, I have another copy for nostalgia, but the game still sucks. <laughs> the game yeah. got the last laugh, though, because now I bought it twice. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. This is like uh, classic Nintendad behavior. Totally. It's like, remember that game that sucked? Hang on, I'm going to order it real quick. How many yep. times have you, I, you and I had that text exchange? Oh, God, yeah. Where we're like, God, Friday the 13th yeah. was awful. Remember how you could throw the rock and it went right over people's heads? Yep. Like, I yeah, have two I, copies of it. Yeah, I was like, hang on, GameStop's yep. got it online. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's something about the nostalgia of playing game. And again, I've always said that the real nostalgia of a game is the music. So if you do want to kind of recreate the nostalgia of having those old games, you sometimes just need to play them again to like hear the music. Um, that's what brings you back more than actually playing the game. Yeah, sometimes you just need good music. Morning, 